Coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like being chock full of shit. That's about it. (laughs) Was that that recorded? (laughs) It's not an episode if you didn't make something up. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. Totally uh, Dwayne the Rock Glass Johnson. Dwayne, Dwayne the, the Rock, Rock Glass, Glass Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, that's it. Yep. <laughs> he's, just, right. I, he's just a fragile version of the regular. Don't drop him. Yeah, but he's better, not corning well. But I better have tequila in there, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> but tequila's, tequila's a good uh, drink. Ask uh, Shannon behind me. NT, her uh, heterosexual life partner. Right, guys? <laughs> Right? It says they're heterosexual. Right. Okay. Yeah, there they are. Okay. Speaking yeah. of heterosexual life partners. Welcome to another episode back. of Brews, Booze, yeah. and Reviews, <laughs> a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is Big Earn. I'm here feeling great for a 78-year-old guy. 78? I thought you were 50. Close enough? I thought he was He 90. feels great for a 78-year-old. He's not oh. saying he's 78. Holy oh. buckets. Read okay. the contest. <laughs> and that was Chris. Hi, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Doing? Ah, you look tall today. I feel like I'm here against my will. <laughs> Why do you say that? Oh, uh, because here against mine. Because you're still here. Oh, who is who is Will? Sons of bitches. <laughs> and we have returning guest John Naram, comedian. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you guys? It's good to have Chris back. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Fired up. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we have a member of the Prairie Homebrewers Companion, uh, Carl Gunderson's with us today as well. Hi, Carl. How you doing? Just great. First time on the show. Glad to have you on. I'm glad to be here. Excellent. So far, Say we've had now. some uh, some brats and some uh, smoked mac and cheese that uh, good old Big Urn made with his smoker. Oh, that was dope AF. It Thank was. you. Yeah. Really good. And Excellent. then uh, wife made and soaked some sweet corn, so that was really good. Thank you, yes. Shannon. That was good. Thank you. Wonderful. So we had a good meal. And it's the only brats. thing that wasn't good was the company. Yeah, right? Because right. you're fucking here. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Boo me. I don't give a shit. As long yeah. as I as long as I get a reaction, I don't care what side it's on. That's right. <laughs> I got a sounder. Yes, we did. Okay, and uh, we had those kind of things because it's kind of like that time of year. A lot of beer breweries around beer here. Breweries, breweries. <laughs> beer breweries. <laughs> breweries beer brewery. Hey, I'm gonna go have and have some more of this Elijah Craig Barrel Proof real quick. Hold yeah, that thing. should help out this pronunciation <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> your what did you say yesterday? Your dictation's on point. That, that uh, Evans class <laughs> on rums. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dude, oh, that was a lot of fun. We went to Bridgeview Liquors and, and did their uh, rum class. So Evan, rums of the world. So Evan Christie, um, yeah, dropped a bunch of knowledge about it, um, and it was <laughs> and awesome. We had six rums. But I, I wrote down uh, notes, uh, notes for Knox. Uh, Evan was on point with his dialect and pronunciations. Maybe you should try. Trying. I'm getting there. My other note was my new favorite band name, Dirty Earth. (laughs) (laughs) We do all all new kids on the block covers. (laughs) Ah, you tough enough? Very fitting. I did write down um, there was uh, European rum. I'm a PN rum. uh, Spanish rum. Um, a Nicaraguan one, uh, French and French. Yes. So there was three different styles of rums that we, that I wrote notes for, but there was more than that, but 
Yeah, one from Fiji and Jamaica. Yeah, it was all Barbados. over the place. Wow. Barbados, yeah. I believe it's pronounced. Barbados? Like vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah, vanilla yeah. white. Yeah. <laughs> vanilla beans. Yeah, because I mean, and one of them, <laughs> one of those ones that he had, I actually have, well, I was going to have two of them, but because he sold out of uh, one of them, he had to do a different one, but I still have that one. But then he only had uh, one bottle left of the Hamden Overproof. And I have that bottle, but they didn't have enough to sell in case anybody that went to the class wanted to have some. So we did the regular Hampton, and that was goddamn delicious. It was well. my favorite. Well, I can't wait to get into uh, sippable rums with uh, alcohol and anecdotes. Uh, Caitlin and Mari again. We're going to handle that because uh, Mari gets pretty crazy when she's had some rum, apparently. Yeah. So we're going to test that out. All right. On sippable rums. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> I can't she's going to devolve into something else. So I hope so. Yeah, but so I, know I really enjoyed to. the rum class too. Yeah, getting mm-hmm. back to that, um, and thanks it was Evan fun. for inviting us. And yeah, there was actually what had to be a, little, a dozen of us or more there. That's all. That's yep. a good group. Yeah, yeah. Like fifteen. And maybe. Evan is like on. He's like a thesaurus. 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 He's like a thesaurus. Or, you know, a guy that <laughs> talks well and knows his history on that. So very interesting. Yeah, that's why we like. So actually, come for more show. information on those classes that they do most every Saturday, um, check out. Bridgeviewliquors.com and uh, on Facebook. Yeah, it's 25 bucks a ticket to go to those classes, too, and uh, absolutely well worth it. Yeah, I, we had six rums. Yeah. Uh, the ch- cheapest one was probably $55 $59.99, I think, was the cheapest one. Hmm. Good stuff. But surprisingly enough, there wasn't any that were over 90 as well. $50, right. $51 was the- $51? The, the Florida Kanye, 18 Gotcha. I love that you have printouts. I just, I don't know why that's really. Yeah, I took a bunch of notes and then I left them there because I had. So he stole. He did. Because you had six rums. Because I had six rums. Thanks, Carl. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) He knows what's going on. (laughs) Right on, right on, right on. And they were a good shot or maybe a little bit more poor. Yeah. Just enough to to, to make us have a good day. Yeah. Pretty much. Snacks and stuff. So. So are we talking about rums today? No, we're talking about uh, Oktoberfest beers. Woo. And um, we got to talking about this. We we have done this before where we've had Oktoberfest beers, but we I don't think we did it correctly. So this year we're doing locals and locals only. I don't only. think we do anything actually correctly, uh, but I think I thought we got it pretty close to right. But in, in I think area. today I think today we're going to nail it cuz we talked about it, we figured it out, right? We got six beers. Well, we're not done from yet. Oktoberfest. <laughs> Beers from six breweries here in town. We got beers from Icewind Brewery out of Mapleton, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. We got from Moorhead, we got Junkyard, and we have Swing Barrel. We got their Junktoberfest and their Mr. October, which is uh, Swing Barrel. And then from Fargo itself, we have Dre- DCR's Oktoberfest. We have Drecker's uh, Hoster Hosen uh, Oktoberfest beer. And we have... Fargo Brewing uh, Olfest. Olfest, yep. Oh. So those are our six beers for today. And I think what we did decided to do is uh, Dee and Shannon are here as as kind guests that we f- that we like to feed and well, drive with alcohol and food. Kind. To uh, blindly pour these for us. So All I- Dee's been doing is flipping me off, so I wouldn't <laughs> call her a kind guest. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a hostile witness. <laughs> Those are needed, too. True that, yes. True that. Objection. 
So, wow, let's get into this then. Let's get into our first Oktoberfest beer. Oh, you got something here? Well, I was just going to say, you know, we've already talked about the history of Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Um, refer back to episodes number 40 and episode number 98. Um, interesting thing about episode number 98 that we did last year, we actually did that at DCR's. Uh, Sam let us come in and actually record an episode there. Yeah, that was that was, that was studio that was, was under uh, construction to be. Yeah, and I believe down. the water was turned off, and I th- I think that was the toilet incident episode. Uh, yeah, yes. well, I didn't fucking really pay attention to much. Our chat. I love how you're so quick to defend yourself. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the group chat when it says don't shit in the toilets. I didn't pay attention to the group chat, and I may have shit in the toilet. A man has needs. <laughs> <laughs> Their water was off, and I went ah, oh, and it fuck sat me. there for a couple days. <laughs> Well, I'm going. It's too late now. I can't put it back. <laughs> and now Chris gets you arrested if he ever goes to DCO. <laughs> He's got a picture on the side yeah. of the wall. You ever see this guy here? Well, I think, I Carl, you had some knowledge about like what Oktoberfest Marsins are and what Oktoberfest Fest beers are, right? Merit's well, right. as I was writing down, I'm sorry to interrupt. As I was writing down, I'm like, oh, we have a, a Marzan. Um or pronounce Martin. Thank you. Martin. Carl's we got have, it. He knows. Yeah. We have a fest beer, a German festival beer, an Oktoberfest style lager beer. Um, what's what, going on there? Yeah. What's the difference between Oktoberfest or Lay some fest knowledge beers. on us, Carl. So I did a little research before it came and mm-hmm. uh, turns out that Oktoberfest is an appellation. It's a licensed Amount? name. So you can really EU and Germany have decided that Oktoberfest beers are only beers. They're brewed and served in Munich, Germany, and it started off in 1872. And so the style of beer that most of us in the United States think of as Oktoberfest is the beer they served from 1872 until 1990. It's a little darker, and then in 1990 um, they decided to lighten it up a little bit. And so um, that's what's been served in Munich as the Oktoberfest beer since 1990 is what the BJCP guidelines refer to as a, a fest beer. And um, so Oktoberfest can refer to either style. Either Martins um, or fest beers in particular. Or fest beers, That's right. B-I-E-R, correct? B-I-E-R. Yeah, that's weird. German spelling. Ah, yeah. It's, it, das ist gut. Did you just say hi ya? That was your German Hey ya, 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 jawohl. Das ist gut. We're gonna, das ist gut. Nein? We'll, we'll go with that. Right. Yeah. I don't edit this shit. Uh, hi ya, I associate with karate, but whatever. Yeah. Oh. It's like that, that the cologne I wear. Hi karate. Hi karate. Yeah. I, I remember that from back in the day. It's like $2 for a gallon of that shit. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kevin by uh, Menon. That's what Kevin McAllister did when he did the whole Collie McCloak and ah! on Home Alone. Yeah, it was yeah. high karate cologne. Yeah, I thought that is. was like Aqua Velvet. Aqua V? What? Huh? Aquafina? Aqua. <laughs> I think that's Aqua Velvet. Anyways, Carl, go ahead. You'll have to have a uh, aftershave tasting one of these days. Oh yes, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a little bit of that whiskey over there that was 70% alcohol. That was pretty damn close. Obtainium's light whiskey, and it's light. That's 70, 69.9%. Uh, yeah. Beast. 
Holy. <laughs> so at any rate, we've got these two different styles of beer that um, the BJCP, the Beer Judge Certification Program, which is what home brewers use to uh, categorize their beers. And they've decided to use the name Mertzen for the style of Oktoberfest prior to 1990. And they're using the term Fest beer for the style of beer served at Oktoberfest since 1990. And uh, so that's... That's what I'm used to, the, the terminology I'm used to using. Hey, looking at the BJCP, you're absolutely right. 1872 and until 1990. Look at that shit. Yep. Perfect. What are you, fact-checking him as yeah. we go? You thought he came here lying <laughs> yeah. to you? Well, no, I had Just this. immediately? I had the 2015 <laughs> guidelines pulled up here for everybody, but uh, yeah, it was, he was spot on. Nice job, buddy. Damn. Better than I am at this shit. I, I got to tell you, and you're, you're our, our first time guest on Oh, here. we'll tell you too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it says the best commercial examples are, what is that? Carl, you got this? Uh, I'm going to skip the first one. Okay, well, yeah. Hacker, Hacker Shore. <laughs> Hacker Shore, original Oktoberfest, Palmer Oktoberfest, and Altenburg Kloster Anno 1050. Now, we've had uh, the Hacker Shore and the Palmer on here uh, last year, correct? Uh, Ernie? Sure. We did have Hacker Shore. Hacker Shore yep. won our last year's. Yep. It was the excellent last year. I had it last year, and I thought it was fabulous. Yep. All right. So, But it's weird when you put an actual German beer next to something local. I, I think the water, everything just makes it. You can definitely tell yeah. that yep. the, the German uh, Oktoberfest beer was an actual Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, it's really, it's really mostly about like water profile. And, it's a big part of it. Yeah, I right. mean, you, you got to nail that. Here in Fargo, things are a little acidic. And you were you were you were saying, Carl, when you were doing uh, your home brewing in West Fargo, that you loved it because it had that well water and it was right. delicious. It was very good water for brewing. And then West Fargo decided that they didn't want to have their own water anymore, and we got Fargo water from the Red River. It's not as good. Not Is as it good. Like harder. No. Well, it's better than Horace water, which every time you take a shower, if it smelled like you were in a a, a vaporized fart the whole time. It was oh, terrible. Very irony. That yes, explains it was a lot. Disgusting. The yeah. best kind of fart. Yeah. <laughs> vaporized. <laughs> vaporized fart. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, let's get to these beers. <clears throat> so we got six beers from each of the six breweries here in town. But let's get to beverage number one. What'd you guys think about beer number one? First of all, I'm going to say this. We're going to categorize in this. We got beverage uh, beers one, two, and four in our part one. And then after the ad break, we're going to do three, five, and six. And that's because one, two, and four in appearance were a lot lighter than three, five, and six. And yeah. thank you, Carl, for pointing that out. I saw that and I was kind of like weird about it, but you pointed that out and you thought that maybe those, these would be like the fest beers since 1990 and then three, five, and six would be the old style from 1872, the Martins actually. So- Based on color, that's the best guess, yeah. One and two are a little darker than four, so they could be on the, the margin, but three, five, and six are clearly darker, so we'll we'll stay with that. Okay. You can move that to you as well, by the way. Yeah. Right. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk about beverage number one. What did you guys think about this one? We got it. We got some right now. So Very clear. Yeah, best clarity. <clears throat> um, copper color, obviously. Slight, slight copper. Uh yeah, out of all six, and this one is the clearest, I yeah. think. This was poured a little bit ago, so I, I can't comment on the head retention, but I can say on my notes that it has above average carbonation, and the head retention was good. Yes. Uh, on the aroma on this one, 
I think all these should have very low aroma, no hops yeah, whatsoever. Right. It should, you should only smell a little bit of that maltiness. Of maltiness, the breadiness yeah. uh, on this one. I, I just, you know, it was just a real pleasant um, here's aroma. The, on this. Here's the thing I noticed about number one. It, it, it. I thought there was a possible rye spice in the grain bill on this one because it smelled a little spicier than the rest of them. So that could be the hops. Okay. Um, a fest beer. If this is a fest beer, can have a little more hops than an Oktoberfest, uh, Märzen. I did okay. think that it had a, a more bitter finish than mm-hmm. I typically want out of a Oktoberfest beer. Sure, sure. They sh- both styles should finish pretty dry, um, but yeah, probably not bitter. Yeah, pretty balanced. I get uh, obviously, like we talked about, a very light aroma, some roastiness in the aroma. But as far as taste, I get that maltiness, semi-sweet. Um, that's good body. I, think I thought that, it was okay. I think that it holds the carbonation well. I think that helps out quite a bit. Chris, now it's a little bit warmer than when we first had it. So mm-hmm. so a little bit maybe more bready now that it's more room temperature. But yep. Yep. I think it's good solid beer. I think some of these beers too are, especially the the old school style, are are... Mostly drunk at more of a room temperature style than than what we normally drink here in the United States. I'm usually pretty like drunk a, at room temperature. Is any any more notes on beer number one? I would say I got um, some toastiness out of this. Uh, you're not supposed to get caramel or roastiness out of either the October f- or the Meritzen, excuse me, or the or the Fest beer. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting caramel, that's kind of a defect. I got some what I thought was toastiness, and that toastiness, breadiness, those are the kinds of things you should get out of the malt character. Um, and so I thought thought the malt was pretty good on this. Uh, slight astringency, so or bitterness. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna say that I ranked this one fifth out of out of these six beers. Uh, it wasn't the worst, but almost out of the six. But I'm not saying it's bad because I don't think any of these beers were bad. No, yeah, no. these were. I think these were all uh, far above average. Um, with the lowest maybe being out of a six, maybe a four, mm-hmm. and that would be like the lowest. And that's still really fucking good. So all six of these beers. Uh, congratulations to the Fargo Moorhead uh, Mapleton communities for putting out some fucking stellar beers this year. Uh, these are all good, but unfortunately, we got to rank these from first place to last place, and this was uh, ranked fifth for me. How about you, Big uh, Obviously, all personal preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was, and I actually broke out my whiteout because <laughs> I've already changed my answers almost every time I've gone had a different beer. I've almost changed my answers, so I broke out the whiteout because we're going through them again. Mm-hmm. This is, I originally put it my third favorite, but it, it could be real close to my second favorite too because I really like, as it warmed up, it really brought so up So you're just going to not? I know, I'm going to say it's number three. I already wrote Number it three, out. okay, gotcha. Just really? Saying. How about wow. you, Chris? I had it as my third ranked. Okay. How about you, Carl? Um, very near the top. I guess I haven't really decided, um, but I would be pretty close to the top on this one. Yeah. So you're going to say this is your uh, second favorite, first favorite? First or second, right in there. Okay. Um, it's probably got a little more hops than it should have for a fest beer, but I, I like hops, so that doesn't offend me. Um, so, you know, reason it's a little hard to decide is because 
there's a difference between personal preference and style accuracy. Style guidelines. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so as a home brewer, I, I tend to think in terms of style accuracy. Yes. That's what today's episode is strictly on the Marzen style or the Oktoberfest style. Uh, so this would be much more of a stylistic episode than a personal preference one, which would be like a, a Knox's Notables or a, mm. or any any other uh, episodes like that. So this is a definitely Crushes, a very cr- crushables or yeah versus, yeah crushables <laughs> is like ah whatever we fucking like whatever tastes the best out of these beers is great. So yeah. this is actually a stylistic episode. So if we yeah if we're gonna rank these we're gonna rank these according to the styles. I'm going by my favorite. Okay, because I wasn't a bit of paying- both. Because I wasn't, I'm not necessarily paying as much attention to stylistic things. It's, this is what I think uh, I'd like to drink the most of uh, when I drink an Oktoberfest beer. Okay. Which, my taste preferences are close to style. I obviously don't want a hazy IPA and be like, best Oktoberfest beer ever. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) You're not willing to make that declaration. Today. It's like that, that's a seltzer, Chris. I'm like, fuck you. It's my favorite Marza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about you, John? What do you think this one is? Your, uh, uh, just right? like you, I had this like uh, fifth best. So fifth best. Of my, it was just underwhelming in mm. in a way, and I I don't know if it's because I have a preference for festival beers versus this, but the Martins, I yeah, yeah, but okay. I just found it underwhelming. I, I do have to jump back and, and get a number from Carl. I'm yep. sorry. You have to. You have to. I have to commit. You yeah, have to commit. Either a one or a two. Or a three or four or five or six. Yeah, we're, we're six beers. Jesus, fuck. Well, I'll go for <laughs> one at the moment then. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I broke out the whiteout for today's episode. Good. So... <laughs> All right. And, and think beers do change as they warm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll find defects and things like that. So, you know... We could come back to any one of these beers and all of a sudden find something you don't like. It can happen. For sure. Yep. So let's talk about beer number two. What do we got for beer number two, guys? Uh, notes I got color is medium and amber. Uh, it's very high clarity, low carbonation, and there was no head retention in this one, unfortunately. Um, on the aroma, I got low everything, uh, except I thought there maybe had been some added wheat to this malt. Group. Yeah, well, definitely from the taste. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I got like more strong coffee notes on I, this one than, than a lot of the other ones. So more I wrote dark, dark something, but I wasn't sure what. Something I, uh, maybe roasty, but I didn't put roasty, but some dark something, question mark. No. I can't can you can. get Band-Aid out of the nose? Band-Aid. You oh, get Band-Aid on this? Like, little, like the... The plastic kind of like fresh yep. out, man. Yep. Maybe that's, but is it a dark band aid? <laughs> Maybe. I'm getting band aid on, on this one. You're getting, you're getting band aid? Yeah. I'm stuck on band aids. Yeah, yeah, we were all super fucking into it when we did it too. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago. Is it like Farm Aid only for bands? <laughs> right. That's yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yep. Um, this one has a, a, a that's an almost famous movie joke, right? Like a, a tanginess to it, yeah. As well on the back end, I, I get I a little. Agree. I got a little butter out of this. Um, ah, mm. yeah, and slightly bitter finish. Um, a little dry. Uh, so this is not one of my favorites personally. Uh, butter is a diacetyl. It's a it's a fermentation defect. It's, it's incomplete fermentation is actually what it is. It's fairly common in, in lagers that um, when you make a lager beer, yeast produces this compound called diacetyl, and it will reabsorb it. So if you 
ferment your beer to the point where it produces diacetyl, but you don't let it finish off. It won't reabsorb it, and you'll have some diacetyl left in the beer. And that's a real problem with lagers because they ferment cooler. You need to raise the temperature of the beer while it's fermenting to get it to reabsorb the diacetyl. It's called diacetyl rest. And, uh, and that could be what happened here. You know, the brewer was a little rushed to get the Oktoberfest out, knew it was time to, to make the beer, might have truncated the fermentation a little bit. That could be the source of the, of the butter. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I put all that, what you guys said, I, it, I, it's uh, more of that hoppiness maybe, uh, um, bitterness. I get some malt, some bread in there, a good mouth. I think it's a good thickness for the mouthfeel, but then um, it's got that slight aftertaste at the end. Yep. So. The other thing about Dastil is it gives you a slickness and will give you some more of a fullness. So that will give you some of that full character. So that's okay. one of the ways you can identify. Not everybody picks up Dastil. It's a, it's a compound that not everybody picks up. So another way to detect it is a slickness or a fullness in, in on the, the tongue. tongue. On the mouthfeel? Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. We're big like on coding. mouthfeel. Uh, BBR bingo cards, dob that dobber. Mouthfeel. Yep. <laughs> Anything else? Anybody? Um, no. Who wants to start this one? You want to start it? I'll start this. All right. What do you got, big guy? This is my number six. Meat. Really? Yep. This is my, yeah. I did four. Carl? Um, probably five. Five? Yeah. I had number four. I had number six. Hmm. Yeah, this is my least favorite. That's that, yeah, that butter thing. I knew it's, that wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Uh, so that's what kind of like. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, though. This yeah. Is good it's good, but yeah. it's, yeah. you know. Okay. So let's go to number four. What's uh, what do you guys got for notes for number four? Because so so here's what we did. So this today. is way the lightest color yeah, of yeah, all of them. The yeah. lightest, like it's pear also, juice. It's also the cloudiest. Yeah, I was gonna say it was cloudy. I thought the aroma. Well, there's nothing on the aroma, Harley. Everything was too low and too muted, and the flavor. Uh, uh, I, thought I it was had like the a light, light beer version of yeah, everything. Very light malt, a little bit of tangy notes. Um, it seemed like it was a bit juicier than the rest of them. This is actually did. number. Four. I'm yeah, sorry. Number four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, Beer number four. Yeah, I have not much aroma. Yeah, pretty low. I. So but, I'm not sure if it's just me, um, but some noble hops, um, like would be used in a in a beer like this, like Centennial or Magnum. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, not Centennial, but maybe Magnum. I'm trying to remember the. Okay. But um, um, I get a little bit of a tinniness. Out of it, and it could be the water, a little mineral or tinniness, and, and um, so that, yeah, but pretty low overall, low character. I actually didn't didn't mind this one. It, I like good. the finish on it. I'm it's, surprised it doesn't that, really actually. have a bitter finish a little bit, but then I also get a little bit more roastiness maybe at the end. Mm. Uh, it seems like this one would be the the, the most crushable out of the sixth uh, beers that we had. Like, yeah, yes. you could slam a fuck ton of these. Right. Or, or a slap ton or a tickle ton, whatever. Slap yeah. a tickle. Yeah. Make your way through keep, keep trying. Nope. Yep. Nope. Well, nope. 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 You're old for October uh, there, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I get one of these then. <laughs> probably two. Fuck you that one up. All right. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a fail on my. I get the, I get the bomb whistle. Dana. I get the bomb Dana. All right. <laughs> I have to agree, though, <laughs> on a personal level, I, I do actually kind of like drinking this one. Yeah. 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 Seems, yeah, this seems like the one that you could just 
go ahead and drink a fuck ton of. Yeah. But and it still has some of those characteristics uh, quite yeah. a bit. You know, some yeah. maltiness, some roastiness. Some pops. Um, I, want pops. A, I want a little more dark roast. Robust. That's exactly Robustness. Yeah, robust. That's a good I word. get over for the bitterness. Yeah. Yep. That's the thing I couldn't get over. Look yeah. for toast and bread in these beers. That's yeah. what you want. Oh, crumble, yeah. Absolutely. And roast, no. But. That's what I like is that dark roast, you know, some of those coffee notes even to to that point a little mm-hmm. bit but yeah but yeah this one was just it hit some of those notes but it was just yeah it's like too crushable tasting mm-hmm. um because mm. i i want i want a fucking experience and this is more of a well ah, let's just hammer them back there boys and welcome to the event get the job done <laughs> they're gonna make more money because you're gonna buy more of it because you're right. gonna drink more of it but yeah Get your hand off that microphone. I know. I I'm fidgeting. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I would say that this is like uh, my number four beer. It wasn't the worst. It was like, it had its Are you really good quality. what the number four means in a I, ranking system? Oh, it's from one to five. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It's three beers in. One of my right in the middles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just. Chris, do you want to explain? <laughs> Bigger. How about you? <laughs> I was going to go on a spiel, but go ahead, Bigger, and what do you rate no, this one? spiel away. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get the first one of the day. Oh. All right, there we go. Big Earn, go home. <laughs> or phone home or whatever that movie was. Big Earn, phone home. Uh, number five. This I enjoyed your fifth? it, but it was not what I'm looking for in the next one. All right, Chris, what was your ranking on this one? Five. Carl. Two. Really? Wow. Higher up there. That was a... Okay, John. I had this as uh, number six. I just uh, bitter- couldn't get over the bitterness right away. So. Oh, this, is, this is my number four. Man. Yes, we started with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but can you was, explain, was, please, what you mean by your that? best? <laughs> it wasn't your worst. Bigger than just double checking. <laughs> uh, I like the crushability of this one, but I. I I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for more flavor. I'm looking for more, more maltiness. So would you say it's like mm. a four? Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we take a break and here? Let's uh, we'll get a, a break in for advertisement and uh, let's go pee and do all the other stuff and we'll be right back after this. All together. Yay! Dusty. All together now. Brews, Booze, and Reviews is sponsored in part by Bridgeview Liquors. Head over to bridgeviewliquors.com or head over to their Facebook at facebook.com slash bridgeviewliquor. When you go to their Facebook page, you can hover over the events tab and see what they have coming up for classes, which are now starting again from July 10th. So after that, every Saturdays in the afternoon, they have specialty classes. and You can sign up for their email list and find out what they're having at certain times. Classes are only $25 a piece, too. So please check out their Facebook, or they even have an Eventbrite that has all these events on it. And one of the things that I love about Bridgeview, besides helping us out and sponsoring us, is their wines, because they have different kinds of wines. Some that are family-owned, some that are locally made, and some that are the old-style wines that you just don't really see around here much. So head on over to Bridgeview Liquors for all your alcohol needs at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead. They can be reached at 218 477 6162 and when you go there and you shop there Monday through Saturday 9am to 9.55pm don't go past that or if Sunday 11am to 5.55pm again don't go past 5.55pm you can shop there and when you are checking out just say that you heard this 
podcast, The Brews, Booze, and Reviews, and you instantly get 10% off all your purchases. Yes, all purchases. Just 10% off just for mentioning us at checkout. Thank you, Bridge Your Liquors, and thank you to our listeners for helping us out. Hi, everyone. This is Chris with Brews, Booze, and Reviews, and I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors at FargoUnderground.com. If you're like me and love good music, don't listen to me play. Instead, head to FargoUnderground.com and check out the Events tab. When you click on the Events tab, an Events Categories, a window will pop up, so you can choose live music, nightlife, comedy, trivia, where's a, a movie? Or, if you like karaoke, you can check that out, too. Fargo Underground is dedicated to bringing you the best of what Fargo has to offer, be it from art and food, or again, music or comedy. Check out FargoUnderground.com. You what? Uh, my mom said I say the F word way too much, and I said a lot of people use ahs and ums for fillers. I use fuck. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're using uh, it like in a Bostonian um, way. <laughs> yeah. And oh, by the way, I do not want to be there when this when your body flushes itself out. What do you mean? Well, you were talking about it's drinking fun all to the bleach and stuff. And what are you Oxy talking clean. about? We got a recycling bin in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the old, and I was the older. Right, there we go. It was the first one. You get you get a one today, John. Yay! Sure. All right. All cool. right. Only took three episodes. That's like a gold star, <laughs> but not. All right. Welcome back uh, from our ad break. And I am uh, Knox. I say uh a lot, and it's annoying. And uh, our next beer is going to be beer number three. What'd you guys think about this one? I thought it was so, probably the darkest. Yep, yep. absolutely. Was the that in number in six, but I think this is a little darker. And it's seen, yeah, this one had a lot of clarity to it. Uh, low carbonation, no head retention, and very little aromas. Yeah, but I I got this one like it was like almost malt licory on the on the on the taste. That's the note I have too, as well. So. I got a little like pecan on the aroma. Seemed little, like there was more barley like in this one, in this malt, malt bill. I got quite a bit of caramel. One yeah, of those I, things. You got, got caramel or caramel? Car- well, oh, trick question. <laughs> is it now? <laughs> <laughs> is, we're going to kick this dead horse I'm, a little bit more. It, I'm fairly oh, there certain. It is. There it is. It's a spelling. <laughs> All right, so let's hear this, Carl. Is it caramel or caramel? I'm going to go with caramel. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go with wrong, but... (laughs) (laughs) Good lead in. (laughs) No, it's it's caramel. Uh, Regional dialect, we uh, like to take the middle parts out of things and and be lazy with our words, and and that's where caramel comes from. It's like saying color has a U to it. No, that's fucking just French. Get out. No, it's next. UK. Wow, UK. That's look how color. Color. Really right? What happened color. over break? Look. Oh, I got pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, beer number three. What do you oh, yeah. And I'm not personally attacking you. I'm just no, being an asshole. Okay. Just generally speaking. You just happen to be the one he's looking at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. You have to be the focus of, uh, of it all. Uh, anyways, what do you got, buddy? So, the, yeah, the next three beers are the the darker ones. So three, five, and six are the darkest ones. So oh. we're going to assume these ones are the actual Mars and older style pre-1990. Now, I didn't think that it had much of the caramel, caramel, however you guys want to do it. I really don't care. Um, 
I didn't get that myself. Um, I thought this had a, a nice full mouth feel, though. Uh, it was less bitter than some of the other ones, and I I, I like the breadiness and the toastiness, maltiness that I got from it. So uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I got a little bitterness, probably me made me uh, more oh, than uh, well Chris said. did. Yeah, yeah. I do get a lot of bread, a lot of maltiness, good mouthfeel, good thick, mm-hmm. um, good carbonation. Even though there's not uh, a lot of head. Yep. Um, I thought this one was malt liquory. In the in the flavor, like it was like pennies in the mouth, kind of like sucking sucking a penny, huh? Yeah, like like that's my only bash on it. I just thought that maybe there was more barley in this uh, grain than normal. Maybe. Yeah, I mean it's my third favorite out of the bunch, so I, I will say that way it's, to sneak that in there. Yeah, it's my number three. Right. Number three is number three. What it's not it the first and it's not be. the last. Yeah, right. Well, is that how that works? It's kind of right in the middle of six. <laughs> so, I, so I gotta say number three was, was uh, pretty damn good so number three was your number three mm-hmm. how about you bigger number three was my number one really wow. your favorite of the bunch huh yeah well, I, I had really it like that bready maltiness I had it ranked two okay I went Carl? four four you went four okay how about Th- you John three is number three I eat. dumb minds think alike but there here you go, go. <laughs> I do taste the caramel though, and it like, which surprised me because I didn't expect the amount of carbonation it had when it was first poured too. So, but. yeah, but you know, yeah. So that's one that's thing that happens like when yeah. you actually taste it. Then all of a sudden the carbonation shows up. Oh, um, but it was still like one of the lowest carbonated beers that we had today, though. So I mean, that's probably my only real big hack on it. Oh, uh, so let's move on to beer number five. What do we got on beer number five? First thing I wrote down was bed, bed, best head retention. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. My head retention note was great. The carbonation was good. It wasn't the clear, the clearest, but it was still pretty good as a CL2. Uh, and I put up medium and amber color, but low aroma period. Not much on the aroma at all. Yeah. Between three, five and six, it definitely has the lightest color of these darker ones too. At least that's kind of, maybe it's a lighting, but... I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. they're all kind of very similar to me. How in brown the, the is brown? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how fucking clear it is. All right. I get a little bit of grain on the nose. Very light. you got to kind of almost get your nose literally right into the beer. Right, Nox? I think for I you think, to get that yeah. smell. Yeah, I got, that. I got my nose wet on this one. Yeah. Right in there. I did put down that this is probably the sweetest of the six as far as taste. Like the grain was just like they didn't like they they left a little sparge in there. So this one might be the most the highest ABV. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Let's see if number five is the highest ABV. See, this is the one where you like on the last one you said you got some tinny copperness from it. I yeah. got that on this one. On this one, I did too because I think I wrote down this is kind of bitter right right away. I, I and then kind of leads into kind of a malt, almost like a barky taste to it somewhere it left a weird aftertaste in my mouth the first go around this time i didn't get that weird aftertaste it kind of makes me want to change my rankings but we've already you know jumped the gun on that one wow i got well we can we can go back over it again if you want if we got the white change something we do have have the white out the white out (laughs) so i got some mustiness so chris is blacked out but he's never white out did you say mustiness or musty nuts mustiness okay (laughs) 
Remember that bigger mustiness. Ness. Ness. Drop the nuts. <laughs> all right. Any other notes on this one? This is my favorite one out of all all six. Really? Mm-hmm. This is your number one. This is my number two. I went six. Carl was out of turn and he went six. <laughs> We're going counterclockwise. Wow. <laughs> Which we're just busting you everywhere busting now. Nuts. <laughs> Musty no. nuts. The, the Musty sec- nuts. Okay. The second yeah, part of this busting. episode, we get a little cranky. <laughs> uh, bigger, and what do you got for number four? Fourth? Okay, Chris? Six. Oh, this is your least favorite, huh? That's how that works. Wow. <laughs> and we already heard Carl's so you, score? Yeah, six. So they agreed on that one. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I didn't, like two I didn't highs like the, and two the, lows. The, the, you didn't like the mouth experience. The, yeah, the really, I like that bitterness. The, oh, the I mean, I did enjoy the beer. Yeah, it's good you know, beer. Was, hmm. yeah, there's not one of these I would kick out of my mouth. Nope, not one of them. All right, so let's go on to beer number six. What do you guys get for number for six? I don't have any notes on this one except that the malt is sweet. It's the second sweetest, and uh, this was my favorite. That's all I have. I got nice dark notes. Um, good, like just a strong roastiness that I. Yearn for in an Oktoberfest yeah. or Martinson. I get like an earthy breadiness on the aroma a little bit. Perfect. It's easy to drink too. It's not like yeah. It's it's, yeah. Just, it's just that extra height on the yeah. It on just five. it punches all that. those good fucking notes, and I think you could put them down pretty fast. This is the most breadiest. I think most of all, breadiest. All of all of I think it's the th- yeah the thing like the white bread, like Wonder Bread. <laughs> Square Wonder Bread, like thir- like thirty six cents a loaf, uh, white Wonder Bread type of like breadiness. Oh, was yeah, I don't mind it though. Mm-hmm. I know, right? That and bologna and cheese and mayonnaise. Yep, I, I don't get any of those notes. Nineteen ninety nine. I don't get it. I get a little sourness initially out of this. It's coming through as much now. It's probably because the malt is warming up. It has counteracted yep. some of the sourness, but I got that initially. Okay. Mm. Um, it was definitely the, I think it was probably the, one of the haziest ones for me. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, again, style is being a little bit, the, you know, a little hazy. A little hazy, yeah. But uh, A little hazy. He's got a new album coming out. Check it out. It's called So Fresh and So Catch Clean. Catch him at the aquarium. Little, little hazy. Catch him at the aquarium. <laughs> the fishbowl competition. <laughs> All right. Damn, we keep racking him up. This is my favorite. I ranked this one number one. Yep. Yes, you did. I by, mean, I changed. By default, I kind of figured out I changed what you got everything multiple be. times, but this one ended up being number one. Carl, what do you got? Number three. Yep, you're right. John? This is number two. This is my number one. And this is my number two. By default. Yes. And now we do the big reveal almost soon. So, uh, yeah, why don't, ladies, why don't you bring out the beers with the numbers on it and let us know which uh, which of these is which. While they're doing that, Ernie, who wins first place? So it's the beer with the lowest score, right? Yes. yes. Yep. I said, well, look at that. Okay. Usually there's a tie in here somewhere, but not this time. Huh. Really? Wow. Do you want to know what and as far the as winner my, is now, or do we want to hear tell us what the losers. they say number one yeah, is, and I can tell you what go, the ranking let's is. Let's go number six first. Okay, yes. So, so why don't we wait till ladies come out with the, the beers, and yeah. uh, you t- 
bring up the beer that is the last place, and you tell us which one it is. Okay. You're going to have to give me some time so I can... And then we can revisit that, right? I, I, I've got my notes here. I can help you. Okay. I believe the worst beer today, uh, just on average, was beer number two. Correct. Okay. What was beer number two? D. Uh, Junkyards Junktoberfest? Ouch. Oh, really? That was beer number two. That's a cool can. So Junktoberfest is our take on the traditional... Uh, I like a Junktoberfest myself. (laughs) In the traditional (laughs) malty German lager. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the fisting. (sighs) It ain't fist until your wrist's in. Everybody knows that. (laughs) All right. We strongly encourage you to enjoy this classic beer in a junkyard branded boot or Stein to enhance all the Volks oh, we vibes. Fi- so we drank it wrong. That's probably the problem. Oh, no. <laughs> right? It wasn't that butteriness or nothing like that. Okay. So what was number five? So the r- fifth ranked mm-hmm. beer of the day was beer number four. What's beer number four, Shannon? That looks like it's Drecker. German Munich and Vienna malts give an also sweet malty flavor, while a pinch of mesquite smoked malt brings a subtle smoky note to this fall pants party beer. Oh, I love pants 5.5% ABV. I believe that is the lowest ABV we had today. 5.5. All right. What was uh, beer number four? You mean... The fourth ranked beer? Fourth ranked beer. (laughs) What is the fourth ranked beer? That would have been beer number five. Beer number five. What's beer number five? That is the DCR Oktoberfest. Shout out to They have to say 6% ABV and no notes. Ah. Ah, great. We just text Sam. Hey, Sam, explain this beer to me. (laughs) So that was beer number five. Hmm. Which was in fourth place. Yeah. What? was it the highest ABV? Oh, sorry. I, I noted that about beverage number 6%. five. 6%. No, yep. it was not. Okay. Ooh. I thought that it was really good and sweet. This is my second ranked one. All right. Uh, so, the third ranked third beer. Third ranked beer. Would have been the, the first beer we drank. Fargo Brewing. Fargo Brewing, Okay, let's look at that one real quick. Okay, O-Fest release noon, August 24th. Oktoberfest season is upon us. Be sure to stop by on Friday, August 24th, release of O-Fest, Oktoberfest beer. Get on that, listeners. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hope to see y'all out there. (laughs) This classic Marzen-style Oktoberfest lager pours a deep amber color with a thick, long-lasting white head. The aroma is filled with rich, toasty malt character and subtle hop spiciness. The palate has a full malt character, balanced bitterness, incredibly smooth finish. Do I'm assuming they're saying due to extended lagering time. It is for some brats off the grill, cooler fall evenings, and your local German beer fest. Prost. I feel like you said that with too many R's. Prost. <laughs> I was right wrong. direction. I was wrong. <laughs> you, you, you got me again. <laughs> needed more R's. Without the R's, You're it's always just prost. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> prost. It's Postmates. 
So, uh, so uh, the ranking, the second highest ranked beer of the day was beer number three. Beer number three. Ice and that's Ice Winds Oktoberfest. Wow. That was my favorite. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, clearly, most of us did. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I, mean, I got it right, right here. Yeah. Nox, you want us to go over everything we've said before in the past? Sure. Okay. So what was beer number one? What was our top ranked so beer? So Swing well, Barrel. Yeah. Swing by barrel. default. Swing Barrel's Mr. October. Yeah. Which is my second favorite. Which was beer, beverage Your number? favorite. Beverage number? Chris's favorite. Beverage yeah. number six. Yeah. Best for last. Holy Christ. Swing well Barrel. Hmm. Mixer October wins Oktoberfest beers here on Brews, Booze, and Reviews. All right. Thank you so very much. I learned a lot today. Like, they're all fucking great. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I just like the style of beer itself, too. I think it lends itself well to, uh, you know, uh, just sitting on a couch. The blanket on, surrounded by cats or something that you're definitely <laughs> you know, allergic to. Are you to. going for something, Chris? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just talk until something's fun. <laughs> no, I mean, it, you're right, Chris. It is perfect this time of the year. The leaves are falling. It's getting a little cooler at night, but it's still pretty decent during the day. Yeah. 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 I just enjoy the style and I. I Really liked every beer we had today. There's not yeah. one. I, I said it earlier. There's not one I'd kick out of my mouth, and that's a true story. I mean, I'm no, they're gonna... all winners for sure. Yep. We finished each other. That's it. It's true. Get <laughs> <It's just, laughs> <laughs> in there. That's it. All right. Well, I got to say this about October Fest beers. At this time of year, I definitely, you know, <laughs> put this in my mouth. I definitely want that. It's good stuff. Uh, so yeah. This is a great episode. Thanks, guys, for coming and, and uh, doing this blindly so we're fairly. And everybody is represented properly uh, in the local Fargo-Moorhead scene. Yeah. Good job to everyone. So now we know who, who stops this year. Topists. I got extra mouth movement because I'm kind of drunk. <laughs> well, on a drinking podcast. I didn't realize that gave you extra mouth movements. Yep, it does. Yep. I get, I get a little cursive on my. I'm he's mostly a, talking cursive. He's yes. mostly aghast. <laughs> All right, speaking Carl, of our gas. I thought I was the gas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are a gas. Uh, speaking of gas, uh, Carl, uh, do you have anything to promote? Uh, do you have a, anything you want to get out there to the general audience? You betcha. Okay. Uh, so I'm a member of the Prairie Homebrewing Companions, as, as you mentioned. And, and at the, we, at, if you go to brewsboozeandreviews.com, uh, at the bottom of our page, you can see that little uh, icon with the PHC logo on it. Just click on that, and it brings you right to their, their website. You bet. And we have a meeting on the second Wednesday of the month. Check out either Brews, Booze, and Reviews website or prairiehomebrewers.org. Uh, for more information about where the meeting's being held, we move it around a little bit sometimes, but it's pretty consistent. Um, we've been meeting at the um, Prairie Rose Meadery lately. Um, great club. Ooh, I love that place. We have people that don't brew. We have people that brew a lot. We have brew people that brew a little. Um, we have lots of fun. We have good good events. We have camp out and and uh, we have our own competitions. So yeah. I encourage anybody with interest in beer, whether it's brewing or, or just drinking. To please join us. It's a great, great mm -hmm. bunch of people. Yeah, you get to go there, and, and a lot of times they bring beer. Yeah. And you get to sample them and rate them and yep. give your notes just like we do. Yeah. 
You can like oh you, wait, you can like pretend to be us for a second. Kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you score that, and usually they, also, they, usually they have some sort of treats there. Someone <clears throat> brings treats. You yes. can also do it your own way and not steal my fucking game. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, so I don't web's... think anybody's listening. Going, God, I want to be like Chris. Not one person. I agree. So definitely, if you go to uh, prairiehomebrewers.org, there's their website there. They got home. They got about. They got award of brewing. Something uh, I run. Hey, why don't you explain to everybody what that is? Sure. So the award of brewing is a program in our club where brewers bring in the beers they've brewed. They get evaluated against the beer judge certification program guidelines, and if they score 25 or better based on those guidelines. They pass, and we give out seven levels, seven or eight levels of uh, awards, including a mug at the halfway point and a an engraved mash paddle at the top level, and uh, just encourage uh, master brewer, yeah, grandmaster, and it encourages brewers to experiment with different styles, so they they broaden themselves, and then the membership gets to try different styles. So it's it's really great educational uh, program and very popular in the, in the club. And, and I, I get to run it. Yeah, and that was oh, like awesome. that's like one of my main attractants about about going there. And in uh, you know, thanks to you guys, we learn a lot mm-hmm. uh, just from the tasting notes and what should be and what shouldn't be proper. And I think other people should explore, you know, going to groups like this and uh, learning about the BJCP guidelines and what actual beers are supposed to taste like. Yeah, and and really for uh, annual membership, it's. What was it like? 18, 15? Uh, is 15? it? I was going to say, I think we paid 15 last year or two years yep. ago or whatever. And it's like 15 for a like year. Nothing. Yeah. And you get to so, try like, but you get to go a bunch of You get to go be a guest uh, and they'll let you try it for free once, at least once or twice. Oh, yeah. yeah at least before you decide if you want to actually be a member. But it's pretty low pressure. Right. Yep. And it's the second Wednesday of every month yep. over at the Prairie Rose Meadery, 32nd Avenue. Nice. Yeah. Petro. And they also have uh, an event coming up called Hoppy Halloween. They're coming, uh, and that's uh, it's our homebrew competition. And How spooky can you brew? It yeah. says we have a different theme every year. And uh, what is the theme this year exactly? Any beer with characteristics that would identify it as being made for and in the spirit of Halloween. Right. We have so we have two special categories: fresh killed hops, the Halloween theme beer. And the, the fresh killed hops, which is a fresh hop beer. So those are two special categories. But we um, we can't be hop the, pellets. It's got to be actual hops. Actual themselves. hops. Yep. Un, unprocessed, just right off the vine, that kind of thing. Excellent. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, we want to give a shout out to Osley Hop Farms, which is the closest hop farm to us currently. Yeah. Hi. Nice. Shout out to Lindsay. What's going on? Uh, anything else? Uh, how about you, John? You got anything to promote? Yeah, I'm doing some brewery uh, comedy events, actually, with some Excellent. guys uh, from Iowa and Illinois. They asked me to go on tour with them, so I'm doing Bismarck Brewing on the 26th, and I'm doing a brewery in Dickinson, actually, on the 27th with Paula, who has also been on the show. So Nice. Yeah, it'll be a good time. How about you, uh, Chris? You got nope. anything to promote? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing to promote no. at all? Uh, just uh, be good to each other. <laughs> There's fucking something. <laughs> is that uh, uh what's his name lester uh on the the network show be good to yourself and to each other sure uh, we'll go with I that, that was mr rogers <laughs> <laughs> wear sweaters and be good to each other yes wear sweaters okay uh, all right ernie where can people find you uh stumbling across the street excellent perpetually <laughs> yeah 
At the <laughs> show. In slow motion, just like on Baywatch. Well, we here at Brews, Brews, and Reviews want to thank our sponsors for supporting our show. And we want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, may, may your, your glasses, glasses be full and, and your, your spirits, spirits high. Cheers. Cheers. These aren't as good as the Glen King glasses. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Brews, and Reviews. For more information, head over to brewsboozeandreviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our Shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com slash brewsboozeandreviews.